to another episode of the Proton Pack Podcast. I'm Chris, and with me always is the Deadpool to my cable, Tony. Say hey, Tone. Hey, guys. What's up? We are on episode 49. Oh, I'm touching myself tonight. I'm not. Hands up. Good. Yep. Ready for uh, another one, man. One before the big milestone 50. It's uh, not quite Sunday night like we typically tend to go for, but... Uh, with the Corona Con happening and uh, busy lifestyles, we fit you in on a Tuesday night. So thank you for tuning in. Um, please feel free to comment on our Facebook page. I'll be able to reply to you, give you a shout out as we go along. But yeah, how you doing, man? Yeah, better Tuesday than not at all. So, uh, yeah. you know, it's funny because we, we mentioned last week that uh, while everybody else is stuck at home, the two of us still have to go to work every day and put in our hours. And so trying to find time for even this is still difficult. Yeah. Well, it also doesn't help, you know, like if it's not your stuff one week, it's my stuff the other week, not working and have, but we're on live now. So it's all good. No technical difficulties. I see you, you see me and we're going to roll right into that. Shameless plugs. It's shameless blood time. It is in these hills that Juan Valdez and his trusty goat gather coffee beans every morning. Yes. So speaking of which, uh, the first shameless plug as it always is, is my dog rescue nonprofit, Rough Riders. <laughs> ah, there it is. Yeah, I know you're right. It, it had this delay to it. Well, the funny thing is, normally I talk right through it and then you hit it. And this time I was like, okay, I'm going to anticipate it. Yeah. And, well, that was good because I actually waited for you to have that stopping point so I could squeeze that in. Yeah. Squeeze it like a lemon, buddy. <laughs> and by the way, if uh, you guys hear any rustling or nails on the back, you know, on the floor here in the background, it's because I have one of the dogs in the office with me today and he's being a, a little extra annoying, but, uh, <laughs> in any I was going to say, you can hear the squirrel up in my attic too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pretty sure it's bad. a squirrel or it's the invisible man. One of the two. Yep. When the fiance goes out of town, I, you know, I've got to keep an eye on these guys and you know, they, they, they like to make life interesting, but, uh, <gasps> In any case, so Rough Riders is my dog rescue nonprofit. We focus on transported dogs from the rural areas, the kill shelters, bring them here locally, and uh, try and give them a, a second chance at life, uh, find them a new place to live. We work with all of the local shelters and uh, rescue organizations to do that. And uh, things are busy right now. Uh, obviously, with the whole COVID-19, uh, I don't know if it's people who just feel that they can't care for their dogs or if they um, you know, think that dogs carry the coronavirus, which is absolutely false, but more and more are ending up in the shelter, so we're doing what we can to get them out of that situation and into uh, a new home. So uh, if you're interested in learning more, go ahead and head over to roughriders.org. Or you can uh, go to our Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com forward slash Rough Writers Saves. Now, Tony does a, uh, another pop culture thingamajigger with our friend Thing Jimmy Jones. Oh, thingamajigger? Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I, I do a uh, segment with uh, our friend Jimmy Jones. He's the host of uh, Pop Culture Kaboom. Um, and you can tune in every Sunday night. So this Sunday, April 5th, 2020, uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. 
Um, you can tune in to the number one show on KMVC 95 FM, Carson City Local Community Radio. Um, and that is KMVC. <laughs> Every time. I love it. Pop Culture Kaboom Radio Show. So you can also stream at KNVC's website, and that is KNVC, KNVC.org. And then, uh, so Jimmy is going to uh, bring you everything. He delivers the latest news, information, releases from games, cons, and events, novels, comic books, toys, collectibles, television, more. His guest this week is this guy. Every uh, week I join about 840 or 7.40 Pacific time, Our time. Um, as we uh, talk about uh, this. Since movies are not happening right now, we'll be talking video on demand stuff. Right on. So, so we'll be doing that. We'll be doing something similar on our show to kind of offset the box office report. Spoiler alert. There's no box office report this week. There's no um, But we do the uh, latest news from the current uh, film industry. And uh, his other guest this week is the CCO of Privateer, pa- uh, Privateer Press, Matt Wilson. Um, so they're going to talk all things Privateer Press. And I don't know what that is, but tune in to Pop Culture Kaboom to find out more. Um, so he'll be there taking calls and everything. So uh, check him out, Pop Culture Kaboom TV show. Also check it out at knbc.org 95.1 Carson City Community Raider everything you want everything you need and I totally said Raider Raider (laughs) everything you want everything you need Jimmy Jones delivers the goods off all you and now there's a real good pop culture um, or not pop self shameless plug to send your way sorry Mind, mind focus, let's roll. Right. <laughs> this is going to be one of our uh, shows where it's a little bit later than we're used to, but uh, not, not. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! <laughs> Thanks, Cardi B. Um, so the last shameless plug is, uh, you know, my day job is I work for America Matters Media, a uh, local broadcast production company. So we do uh, broadcast radio, go out over Skype, Zoom. Um, Facebook Live, God, uh, every podcast channel that you can think of, very similar to this. But uh, I host a daily show called Reno Tahoe Tonight Rocks, and uh, it is a hourly rock show where every day is a different theme. Luckily, I've got Tony to help me out with some of the music choices. Uh, you know, we talk uh, some of the things that are going on in rock news, and occasionally interview some uh, folks who are traveling through town and. Uh, you know, getting that uh, rock interview as well. So highly suggest you head over to either americamatters.us and look up shows and Reno Tahoe Tonight Rocks or anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. So pretty much all these same things right here if you're looking at the screen and just look up Reno Tahoe Tonight Rocks. And that is my shameless plug. I like that shameless plug. Okay, so we're rolling in right out the gate with our, as we do every week, we're going to roll out with our TV news. Right out. Bazinga. The cream of the crop. Hey, baby. Let's go, Bob. Excellent. Hail to the king. I've never heard that intro before in my whole life. No, no, you have Ever. no idea coming up. Hi, um, Mike and Lacey for shout out of the night. Now that I have uh, the stream going right here, nice and quiet, but I Facebook. can see our friends. <laughs> also, hey to Tim, Tim Nidell. 
What up, buddy? Thanks for tuning in. Right on. I don't know why I keep saying right on. Apparently, it's my I like right on. Day. Yeah. Right on, right on. <laughs> All right. So the uh, first bit of TV news, and if you are a fan of 80s cartoons as we are, uh, Hasbro has joined the fray of releasing videos online for those to watch while most of us, not me or Tony, are stuck at home. And uh, the big one that they released is on their YouTube channel, the 1980s cartoon G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero animated series. Oh, wait, remember that slogan here? Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Great public service announcements, Joe. Back in the 80s when uh, cartoons were required to have PSAs. Yeah. <laughs> Just really weird. Really weird. <laughs> So anyway, on uh, Hasbro's official YouTube channel, they have posted the first of three five-part story arcs. So that's 15 episodes total. Uh, those story arcs are The Mass Device, The Revenge of Cobra, and The Pyramid of Darkness. Um, you know, we're going to obviously be talking a lot of streaming things and, and things that you can watch. But uh, G.I. Joe is one of those that uh, still holds up. It's not like going back and watching Masters of the Universe and just cringing every moment. Uh, G.I. Joe is, is still one of the good ones. And of course, but I, I won't go back and watch Masters of the Universe. I don't want it to be tainted because I know it's, a, there's some, it's it didn't hold up so well. It's but, pretty uh, cheese ball. Yeah, yeah, but it's all good, man. It's what we grew up with, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lacey asked if you've been watching too much Dazed and Confused. Probably. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Oh, no, it's just been a long day. So, a lot of the same coming out of my mouth. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, go check out uh, G.I. Joe on Hasbro's official YouTube channel. The nice thing about it is, you know, you get those story arcs. So it's not like the one and done cartoons where, um, you know, there really wasn't a story. It was, you know, a little bit of action, a little bit of a lesson, and then totally different story the next week. You know what I remember a lot? Uh, the, well, the only episode of G.I. Joe I actually remember as a kid there's an episode where Duke had to go rescue the team and everybody started melting. Like it was like a weird dream he had or something. And all the characters like Raiders of the lost Ark melting. Yeah. They, well, not that cheesy, but like oh, okay. they were just like he'd get to him and his team would just melt into nothing. I don't know why I remember that. And I remember after I watched the episode, I had the parrot, one of the parachute uh, characters. I don't remember his name. And I remember uh, throwing him up in the air and this, you know, obviously had a, real G.I. Joe parachute and the wind caught him and he went bye-bye. <laughs> that was the last of your parachute? To yeah, get I think. Yeah. And also that same day, I think I uh, lost the Sergeant Slaughter one. Oh. Yeah, because I, Sergeant Slaughter, I, you know, later in life when I got into wrestling, it was, uh, I didn't realize he was a wrestler. I was just like, he was a G.I. Joe character. <laughs> they didn't watch wrestling in the 80s, which is strange. I watched it in the 90s, but not the 80s. Early cross promotion, something you didn't see too yeah. often. All right, so uh, let's move on. Hey, I didn't say right on. There we go. Uh, let's move ah, on. You said it. <laughs> uh, to a um, show that I, I've heard, and it's been rumored that uh, amidst all of this coronavirus stuff, we may actually get an early release on, uh, originally slated for October, and I'm talking about The Mandalorian Season 2. Uh, it has finished wrapping. It is in um, post-production right now. 
last week, which uh, we haven't reported on yet, though uh, I think Tony may have posted something on our Facebook. Yeah, it was, it was on our page. Uh, Michael Bean, who uh, you know from Aliens or from the original Terminator, he is part of the cast for the second season, uh, likely as a, another bounty hunter. And uh, then there are rumors coming out that actually Jamie Lee Curtis from Halloween and Activia commercials uh, is also part of the um, second season of The Mandalorian. Uh, right now it's rumor, they say extremely likely, but it's also pos possible that she could be part of Avatar 2 since they were filming in roughly the same location. Um, in either case, I hope we get it early and uh, then we can find out for sure. Yeah, that, that'd be a cool ad. I mean, uh, I like the Rosario Dawson ad. That's going to be huge. So, you know, season two is shaping up nicely. It is. And all signs point... I like those odds too. All signs are pointing that Rosario Dawson will be playing Ahsoka Tano. And uh, one quick little divergence. I started watching the last normal season of The Clone Wars, Star okay. Wars, from these, uh, Disney Plus, so I could get sort of reacclimated, re-familiarized myself with what was happening before going into this seventh season. Have you started watching any of the new? Well, no, I got to get caught up. I hadn't. I, I know it's not too hard to jump in what's going on. I know the basics, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you before the new season um, that just released. I got to still finish up with the previous season before that. And it's really weird. like maybe one huge recap and then just jump into it would probably be yeah. good. Well, the weird thing is, so season five was the last regular season. Season six was like the lost episodes. So it sort of jumps around. There's no, um, you know, uh, A to Z storyline from, you know, through that entire season, even though some of the episodes carry over. And then season seven, which is the brand new that one that was released, um, is the continuation of the end of season five. So it's very confusing, but uh, yeah, that's... That's the order you got to watch it in, I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of The Mandalorian. Good job. <laughs> thank you, Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> speaking of The Mandalorian, uh, we, obviously, we've been following it for a while. We're sort of perplexed that there wasn't more Baby Yoda, Mandalorian um, toys and swag and things that came out when the show itself was actually released. Well, we're starting to see more and more of that now, and... Uh, one of the coolest looking things that I've seen is the child or baby Yoda life size from a uh, life size collectible figure from hot toys or sideshow collectibles. Uh, they're the distributor here in the U S and uh, man, it looks, it looks cool. Yeah, no, it definitely, um, I I'm surprised, you know, I kind of feel, obviously we've talked about it on the show before. I kind of feel they've missed the boat in not having this stuff ahead of time. But you, now you're seeing more and more merch. I think the bootleggers beat them to it. A lot of bootleg yeah, merch. They did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they kind of got the jump. And um, I think what's cool about this is you can start seeing this, but uh, yeah, to have your own life-size Baby Yoda, um, it's going to be a good seller. Um, you guys can check it out. It is on our Facebook page. All stories we talk about today are already shared on the page. So after the show's over, you can go back and verify, or you've already maybe seen it just scrolling through. It's been on your news feed. Um, but the thing just looks awesome. Yeah. I'm saying it wouldn't look so bad maybe in this corner right here or right here. 
I wouldn't disagree with that. Yeah, it would look pretty cool. <laughs> now, uh, it is on pre-order right now, expected to ship uh, December of this year, so you do have to wait to get it, and it'll run you only $410. Only $400, but I mean, the detail on it's pretty damn cool. Yeah, there's interchangeable hands, interchangeable ears. Um, I mean, you can basically pose them however you like, and uh, keep in mind that it is a baby Yoda, so try not to be too graphic with it. Yeah. <laughs> Just a thought. <laughs> All right, so that does it for TV news. Now, we would normally go into our box office report, but as we mentioned at the top of the show, there is no box office report. There's yeah. no box office. So, so we're due, um, let's see. Well, we're not ready for the movie. No, it's not but, the movie yeah. one. This would have been the box office, but we'll play it anyways. Okay. We're going to talk something else this time. Maybe. It's a drop. It's a drop. All right. So we were thinking instead of the box office report and movie reviews, because obviously we can't review any movies right now, that each of us would bring up a show or a movie that's streaming on uh, any of the streaming platforms that uh, might be a little lesser known that people aren't familiar with. You know, once you've finished binge watching Tiger King, which everybody in the world is doing right now. What is this Tiger King you talk about? He's a country music star. What's that? Cause I saw Tiger, now I understand. Woo, doggy, a bunch of meth heads wrangling tigers. Yeehaw, buddy. <laughs> so we figured instead of talking about what everybody else is talking about, um, you know, we'll give you a, a couple looks at uh, some things on streaming services that uh, we've stumbled across that we enjoy and uh, wanted to let you know about. Tony, why don't you go ahead and hit them with the uh, docu-series that uh, you were telling me about. A little yeah, ago. definitely. First, before I do that, I want to say hi to my friend Gina for tuning in. Hello, Gina. I work with her and I talk like Arnold Schwarzenegger around her, try to make her laugh during the day. So there you go. I'm doing it makes that. more okay. sense when you explain it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm not just, I swear, I'm not just having a meltdown here. Um, so yeah, so stumbling on, you know, I've watched a lot of just YouTube and just, there's a lot of cool stuff on there and you find a lot of good documentaries. And uh, one that popped up is uh, from, uh, I don't know if it's a network, but Vice TV. Vice is a network. Okay, so Vice is a network. Yep. Well, they had uh, they happened to have a documentary that was featured on um, YouTube, and it was a, uh, a wrestling documentary called uh, "Is It Wrestling with Shadows" or oh, "The Dark sorry. Side of the Ring." Sorry, "Wrestling with Shadows" is something else. Uh, "The Dark Side of the Ring," and they'll cover like literally what it says. You know, there's you know these big superstars of the wrestling past, and they go through their dark things, and there's not always happy endings. Obviously, in these, there's not happy endings and it was a two-part series and it covered the whole Chris Benoit uh, tragedy and murder from uh, 2006 five 2006 somewhere in that era um, but anyways you know how the like, part one showed how he was so loved and respected and wrestling was his thing and all his colleagues were like yeah he was such a good guy he was the nicest guy he'd do anything for his family and then part two was just like holy crap you know, when his best friend died, Eddie Guerrero passed away, then he snapped and 
he fell into drugs, depression. He had concussions and CTE and snapped and killed his wife, kid, and then commit suicide. And then it was just like, you know, it was just such an interesting thing to watch, like in the mind of somebody that was so popular. And then how the WWE advertised him as this hero, gave him a tribute show only 24 hours later to find out the dude killed his family. So um, real cool documentary. Um, each is an hour episode long, um, give or take, um, but interesting, you know, even if you're not a wrestling fan, uh, very cool documentary. So very cool. It's, yeah. Worth it's something I've stumbled outside of the land of the tiger. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard not to fall into that, uh, uh that hole. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Tiger hole. All Neil, right. what's up, man? Thanks for tuning in. Right on. I figure I just might as well roll with it at this point. Yeah. All right, so the uh, series that I'm bringing up is uh, actually on Apple TV+. Plus. Now, uh, Apple TV+, Plus doesn't have a lot of content on it. You know, they're rolling out more and more series. Of course, C was the big one with Jason Momoa. Uh, they had Servant, which was a M. Night Shyamalan series, uh, also very good. M. Night Shyamalan doo-doo. Okay. Shyamalama ding-dong. Yes. Shyamalama ding-dong, wang-bang, doo <laughs> But the one I stumbled across and, uh, I mean, binged it pretty much over two days is a show called Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet. And uh, if you're a fan of the show uh, like Silicon Valley, um, it's, a, it's very similar to that. It revolves around uh, this uh, game developer, this you know, company that they develop games and, and all of the individual personalities in it. And uh, they develop this MMO. So think like uh, World of Warcraft. And uh, it, it's silly, it's uh, off the cuff, it's uh, made by the same people who bring you uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Community, so you can get a sense of sort of what the humor is about. But, uh, you know, if you're a fan of video games and geek culture, nerd culture, uh, this is one worth checking out. It's, it's funny and uh, had, had a good time watching it. Uh, one thing with Apple TV Plus is if you have purchased an Apple device anytime recently, you can get Apple TV Plus free for a year. So it uh, didn't cost us anything to watch it, and uh, we're definitely glad we did. Nice. I have to check that out. Um, I On the new TV I just got, it's actually uh, Apple TV Plus as an application on the TV, which is nice. So that's pretty dang cool. So I'll have to check it out because I do have that subscription with uh, – Verizon when they rolled that out last year. Very cool. When yep. I bought the new iPhone, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, go ahead and go into the movie news. Movie news. Movie nudes? News. Are you the key master? Laugh it up, fuzzball. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. This baby hits 88 miles per hour. <laughs> All right, so something we started a couple episodes ago is uh, highlighting some of the new Blu-rays that are coming out. Yeah. And uh, since we didn't do a show last weekend, uh, we'll talk uh, what came out last week and this week. And of course, we're only going to talk about the things that really apply to the show, uh, not all the garbage in between that we really don't care about. And you probably don't either. Yeah. 
So last week, the big, uh, the big heavy hitter was 1917. Uh, that came out, so you can stream it, uh, red box it, uh, purchase it. It is now available. Um, I've not gotten a chance to see that one. How about you? You know, I haven't. I wanted to see it when it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Now I don't have the chance, but I can stream it, go down to Redbox or, uh, you know, rent it directly off of Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looks good. Uh, the 2019 reboot of The Grudge came out. Obviously, uh, has John John Cho, a.k.a. Harold, from Harold and Kumar fame, is the lead actor in that one. Um, it didn't look good when it was in theaters. It actually looked really crappy, in my opinion. I never saw it. Uh, how about you? Did you see that one? I didn't see that one. Um, heard it was coming out, but really didn't have much of a desire to, to go check out the reboot. Yes, um, the Wizard Collector's Edition, California. Jimmy, we're not going to California. <laughs> Took place in Nevada, man. If you've never seen the movie, you wouldn't get the reference. You wouldn't get that. Send me an angel. Oh. <laughs> Such a good movie, man. That's it how you really found was. the uh, warp whistle in Super Mario Brothers 3. Well, it's when they first rolled out Super Mario 3. You know, oh, it was the first yeah. time anybody had seen it. And- uh, did it piss you off as a kid when the guy rolled it out and he goes, I give you Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you calling it Mario? It's Mario. <laughs> That's like when people call it Nevada. It's Nevada. Right. And, and it's not Westminster. It's Westminster. And uh, speaking of Nevada, uh, there is the scene where they drive right through Mound House. And <laughs> of course, they don't show it, which would be right over by the uh, Moonlight Bunny Ranch. But uh, if you see the Volkswagen that looks like a spider, that's right in my backyard, right, basically. Right there. Man, The Wizard, a gem of a movie. I love that movie. But you can pick that up by a special edition on Blue right now. Um, and then, fittingly, tomorrow being the day of days, April Fool's Day. Oh, this is the 1986 version. I thought it was the remake, but it says 1986. So eh, if you're interested in that, I thought it was the new one. Collector's edition. Collector's edition. But then we move on to the Blu-rays at hand of what came out today. Um, Star Wars, some little movie that you may have heard of. Rise of Skywalker. That came out today on uh, Blu-ray and digital. So you can complete your Star Wars collection. Yep. And on 4K as well. 4K, yeah. Another big thing, too, if you wanted to back and rebuy your movies that you've already bought over, like if you had the VHS, then you had a special (laughs) edition on VHS, then the deluxe letterbox edition on VHS, and then the DVDs, then the special edition DVDs, then the Blu-rays. Now you can own the 4K. Um, They uh, re-released today Rogue One. I only had Betamax and Laserdisc, so. Oh, it's time to upgrade, dude. Yeah, yeah, Rogue One. um, I I, I won't even go through each one. All the Star Wars re-released today as well in 4K. So if you want to go back and pick those up, I mean, me personally, I'm not going to do that because if you have Disney Plus, everything streams in 4K that's on there. So no need to go back and redo my entire collection. I'm quite happy with the Blu-ray versions, but... I did pick up Rise of Skywalker today in 4K. So um, I do now own the complete collection. I could stream the collection, whatever. It doesn't matter. But uh, that's the big one today, movie-wise. You know what's uh, not surprisingly absent from this collection of Star Wars movies? 
the uh holiday special no solo oh yeah they did not release a 4k version of solo no they didn't you're right i see rogue one yep. and all the other episodes all the other ones you know, and Solo's underrated, man. Solo was actually a pretty good movie, I thought. I enjoyed it. It was a good heist movie. I mean, yeah. set in the world of Star Wars, it was its own thing. I mean, I thought going into that one, it was going to be a pile of crap, and I enjoyed it. Right. I mean, it was surprisingly good. And it's hard to it's fill like, the shoes of Harrison Ford and, and uh, Billy D. Williams, and I think they did a decent enough job. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Tim remembers seeing the spider all the time. Uh growing up uh, for the oh, wizard yeah. and uh, and neil yeah we'll be talking about that uh his comment will be relevant here shortly mm-hmm. um i gotta say too a couple of uh unannounced uh video on demand movies uh the impractical jokers movie comes out tonight at midnight video on demand so if you're a fan of practical and jokers um that was a great actually it's a glorified episode of the show mm-hmm. but it was funny as hell i went and saw as actually the last one i saw in theaters was impractical oh, joke no so, yeah it was a good one so uh worth a check out that's on video on demand tonight um also uh bad boys for life came out on video yep. on demand um so that's available now digitally it drops on blu-ray 4k in two weeks but any more on content? Three weeks, April 21st. Oof. Well, yeah. I own it now. I ended up getting the digital version because oh, they had you? a sale on Vudu. Yeah. yeah. So I'm probably just going to stick with that from now on with movies. Just the digital stuff's easy. You don't have to fiddle with the discs and all that stuff. And yeah. you get the and same if, results and you can watch them anywhere, anytime. So. And if you haven't um, seen Bad Boys for Life and you're sitting at home, well worth the rental. Oh, absolutely. It's $5.99, $4.99, whatever it is, uh, rental-wise on Amazon or wherever you get your movies, absolutely consider doing it. Yeah, I had one of my friends tonight. She ended up watching it and texted me. She was quoting it. She goes, oh, man, I love this. You know, and she quotes some of the best lines of that movie. It's a definite definite quotable kind of flick. Oh, yeah. (laughs) um, And it's just... It's just as good as one and two, in my opinion. It's just such a damn good movie. And... Impractical Jokers is hilarious. I like. I laughed out loud a lot in that movie. So um, check those out. That's um, what uh, what is coming out. So uh, that is our what's coming out on Blu-ray this week. That is the what is a coming out. Oh, that's the what's a coming out. <laughs> Boom shakalaka. All right. So obviously with the uh, coronavirus, the pandemic, everything shut Whoa, down. Oh, you said the word again. Coronavirus. Jet's <laughs> um, <laughs> getting real. <laughs> Language. I can't help but picture it every time. <laughs> yeah, you're about to see Elmo dance on the planet. I know. Yep. Come on, we'll see you again down in the bottom. Come on, Mr. Noodle. <laughs> oh. oh, the show just jumped the shark. What there do you, you want? Know. All right, so we know that a number of movies are being delayed, postponed indefinitely, whatever they want to call it, let you know that uh, you're not going to be seeing it anytime soon. How about new? You want to see the new movies? New Corona. <laughs> so Sony's, Sony Pictures has uh, rescheduled a number of their 2020 movie releases, including uh, Uncharted, Ghostbusters Afterlife, which I'm very sad about, <sighs> and Morbius. Um, 
But it is saying that Venom 2, which was uh, slated to open October 2nd, is still supposed to open that date. And Monster <laughs> Hunter is also to open September 4th. Oh, no! I would have been okay if they would have just pushed Ghostbusters back to like a Christmas Thanksgiving movie. That would have been fine with me. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to push it back pretty much the entire year. I really in March next year, yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm bummed. And that's what Neil had chimed in on, our fan Neil, the show. He's like, hey, Junior Ghostbusters? He's like, yeah, we're going we to get to it. Um, yeah, it's just, um, <sighs> I'm so bummed about Ghostbusters. Like that one, that one's the, the heartbreak. Yeah, so Ghostbusters originally supposed to come out July 10th is now pushed back to March 5th of 2021. Yeah. Uncharted, which uh, was supposed to come out March 5th of 2021, has now been pushed back to October 8th of 2021. And then mm. the Sony and Marvel Morbius movie, which was slated to open July 31st, has been pushed back to March 19th, 2021. So, Do you think that's kind of stupid in Sony's uh, planning, in a way? So they is. own Ghostbusters, and they're putting that up two weeks before Morbius. Spread it out. Yeah. You have a whole calendar year. Right. Move like, why up. not? Why not maybe if you want Ghostbusters to kind of lead your early summer charge? Okay, I'm assuming that's why you're putting it in March, but wouldn't you put Morbius maybe in January, February? I mean, God, I, I'd like to think we're going to be somewhat back to normal here in the next couple months, God willing, that we get there. I know this is a very big thing going on in the world, but these movies are done. I know they can't go and promote them, but could we at least just maybe just take Ghostbusters, push it to August and maybe Morbius to like October or something like that. I don't know. Even Christmas, you know, Christmas is a huge movie season. Yeah. You know, it's when all of the star Wars movies, well, most <coughs> of the star Wars movies came out. Um, but yeah, you know, look at moving it there. Yeah. So, Which just means, like, basically the movies of 2020 are basically going to be the movies of 2021 because it's – they join, you know, Ghostbusters and Morbius joins uh, Fast and the Furious 9. And, uh, well, 007 got pushed to Thanksgiving. It time. did. Yeah, yeah. So, so while we were just talking about the Sony movies, Warner Brothers obviously has had to postpone a number of movies. You see the caps? Warner Brother. <laughs> you remember those cheesy T-shirts? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But they actually did something smart and something that we've talked about numerous times on this show. So Wonder Woman 1984, which was originally scheduled to come out June 5th, now has an August 14th release date. Good job, Warren. Smart move. Smart move. You went to August. You still, you're still going to give your audience what you need. You've put the marketing just back a little bit. And that's okay. I yeah. mean... You still plan to get it out, you know, and I think that's a good thing. And then we have, like we just talked about, James Bond, which was originally going to be this month as we roll into April, um, pushed back to November 25th. Yep. Ah, this is a bummer. <laughs> yeah. ah, we the, have the black... birthday streaks are over with comic book movies. Yep. Ah. So, uh, and I think you're alluding to Black Widow. Yeah. Yep. 
So originally scheduled for release on May 1st, just two days before your birthday, uh, it's been pushed back with no new release date. We have no idea when it's coming out at this yeah. point. Yeah, well, and this one's tough too, because does this set the chain of events of maybe pushing back, um, you know, um, Winter Soldier and Falcon and uh, uh, WandaVision and stuff? Because they're all supposed to all tie together. This is supposed to be the start of what catalysts right. into the next chapters. Um, well, and the yeah. reason they may not have scheduled a release date is because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was in the middle of production and they had to shut down their shooting. So they're not even done shooting yet, um, which probably plays into this. Yeah. Well, it sucks. Uh, yeah. I've been seeing uh, comic book movies since the first X-Men. You remember that came out in uh, 2000. 2000. Yep. Yeah. So just since 2000 been seeing, it's been tradition. They've always come out in the beginning of May. My birthday is May 3rd. You always see it like that's what I do for my birthday. I go see a Marvel or comic book movie. You know, it's typically Marvel, but uh, this will be the first one. It's a that one's a disappointing one. They haven't announced it yet, but I'm really getting nervous that they're going to push back Top Gun. I really want to see that. So real quick, we'll run down some of the other movies that have been pushed back. Uh, Spiral, which is a continuation of the Saw franchise with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson. that, That one looks good. Yep. Uh, originally uh, to open May 15th, but now dude, we don't know. Push that sucker to Halloween, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Why don't That's they release more scary? Like October should be all scary movies. Like, I agree. Every week, multiple scary movies, all month long. That'd be badass. <laughs> what do you guys think? Chime in. Yep. Uh, speaking of scary movies, Antebellum, which was the next um, uh, Jordan Peele movie slated to open on April 24th. Again, Ooh, that trailer looked trippy. I forgot about that. October, October, put that out in October. Yep. Minions, The Rise of Gru. Uh, global releases scheduled for June. Three little kittens. And early July at this point. Uh, they're even talking about putting it straight, <laughs> straight to VOD, um, which actually Trolls World Tour is doing. And uh, you can actually watch it directly through your. Um, what are they calling it? Premium VOD. On yeah. April oh my God. Yeah. It's the, it's the premium $20 rental. Yeah. But invisible think- man came out and I was like, Oh cool. Invisible man's out. Let's rent it. 1999, not even owning it. Just rent it. It's like, <laughs> I don't think so. For, I don't pay that. For a good movie, you would think, okay, you know, you'd spend way more than that going to the theater with two people. Obviously the yeah. more people you have watching it, the better the value. Uh, let's see, Scoob. Zoink, Scoob, not Scoob. I knew that was coming. Uh, originally set for May 15th. Oh, love you. <laughs> doesn't have another um, release date as of yet. Rikea. Uh, James, the James Wan horror film Malignant, scheduled to open August 14th. Again, uh, that is now where Wonder Woman 1984 is, and where's no release date for that as of yet. Uh, yep. Let's see. Going back through. Um, to answer Mike's question, he asked, uh, what about Ryan Reynolds gamer movie? No word on that one yet, but, uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted so far that Maverick haven't been touched. Yep. Yeah. And just looking through and, uh, I'm sure Tony will put up the IGN article on our website down at the bottom is, uh, every movie and TV show production that's been delayed. So these are movies that, 
or and TV shows that were either in the middle of filming or getting ready to film and uh, obviously have been pushed back or, or halted indefinitely. Yeah, yeah this is uh, some uh, interesting times in our lives right now, you know, for everything. I mean, everybody's jobs affected or, you know, life, everybody's is, you know. Um, you can yeah. see everybody's doing podcasts now. We've been doing this before, but this is, yeah. <laughs> we've been social distancing for years now. We've been at it for a while. Yeah. We're all uh, pros. Yeah. It's just, right. it's a bummer that it affects so much stuff. You know, it's, it's really, I mean, it's just a bummer. Yep. All right. Moving on with uh, some potential casting reprisal news. Um, Rob Liefeld, who created Deadpool, uh, created Cable. He was speaking with comicbook.com and revealed that uh, Josh Brolin is very eager to reprise his role as Cable now in the MCU. Obviously, Josh Brolin played uh, Thanos uh, more in voice than in facial feature, and that's where he could probably get away with it. But uh, Rob Liefeld was quoted as saying, I'm going to tell your viewers Josh wants to be Cable again sooner than later. He's itching to be Cable again. He loved being Cable. He told me he understands how beloved his role as Thanos is, but he doesn't look completely like Josh Brolin. Um, you know, obviously these two worlds are sort of melding together and we knew that Deadpool would more than likely continue on as the MCU, not get a reboot the same way that uh, X-Men are. And uh, honestly, I'd love to see Josh Brolin as Cable again. Oh, I think it'd be cool too, especially if they had tongue-in-cheek stuff, you know, fourth wall-like Thanos references. Because, I mean, you think about it, it now that Fox and, um, you know, and Disney, well, Disney, they're together now. I mean, you got to remember, even though their universes don't tie, but, um, you know, Chris Evans' Captain America was the Human Torch in Fantastic Four originally, so. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean. They, they and he said he'd actually like to come back and reprise that role when they reboot it. Like he'd like to play um, the Human Torch, which I don't think that'd work because he's he's made Captain America so famous that you just you know at least the Josh Brolin factor works because it didn't really look like Josh Brolin other than the voice. Right, he's not a big purple grimace, and you know as yeah. cable. Ah, the grimace. <laughs> so yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, who knows how they're going to handle it, but we will be seeing a Deadpool 3, more than likely R-rated, and it will probably still be under the Fox banner uh, in that case. But they're going to be tied together somehow. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So um, look forward to that. Hopefully that happens because he was a hell of a good cable. Definitely. I got to go back and watch that movie. That was yeah. Fun. Well, we've got time, right? Yep. And speaking no, we of... We both work still. Yep. Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, Netflix is adapting another iconic video game franchise, and this time with Ryan Reynolds, and we're talking Dragon's Lair. So in this uh, report, it looks like Hollywood Reporter and then uh, confirmed by Netflix's Twitter account, Reynolds is in talks to star as the hero knight Dirk the Daring, uh, the hero charged with rescuing Princess Daphne from a vicious dragon. Uh, you know, anything Ryan Reynolds is putting his hands on lately is pretty much turning to gold yeah free guy that's the the gamer movie looks hilarious yeah. looks awesome um i think this will be very much along 
you know, the, the lines of what Ryan Reynolds is doing. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's Lair was such a cool game. Uh, that Dom Bluth animation, toughish, tough as all heck, you know. Oh, God. Being I could... quick. You had to be real quick with those uh, commands, but what a great, just beautiful. It was like playing a beautiful cartoon. Yeah. Uh, man, that game was a quarter hog. I mean, I could maybe get five minutes into the game. That was it. Yeah, it's so tough. So still hard. tough. Yeah, you can you can get it on Xbox and uh, it's a, you can still play that game on a lot of platforms right now. So. Now, one of the things they're talking about is the potential that this could be an interactive movie, similar to what Netflix did with Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Sort of a choose-your-own-adventure. So, okay, uh, yeah, as you go along, you make selections, and of course, that gears the storyline of the movie uh, towards you know a, a different direction. Um, I love that idea. I know that a lot of people um, are still trying to get behind that idea of having to pick up the remote, make a selection. But if you know what you're in for, why not? Yeah, that would be a fun interaction. Give you something different to do. That's for sure. Most definitely. Most deaf. Yep. That's really, I think that's the end of our TV or movie runs right there on movie news for the week. It is. It is our end of our movie news. And that means. Night, Tim. Thanks for tuning in, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. Uh, Boy, all we've got left is video game news, Tone. Well, I guess it's time to play it, mister. Hey, man, you want to play some video games? That's always so much fun. Good old Mega Man intro there. Yep. All right. So uh, one of the news sources, one of the... um, Boy, I can tell I'm starting to get tired. I know. It is is a late one. You and I have had a long day on top of that. But But thanks to our friends at Joe Blow. Yep. One of our most reliable news sources. uh, They've compiled the list of top 10 best games to play right now during the coronavirus. Now, the first one. Said it again. Say what? Oh. Coronavirus! (laughs) It's getting real! So the first one is a game we talked about. Oh, God. Won't spend too much time on it, uh, but they're saying Animal Crossing New Horizons. I hear great things about that. If you guys are playing it, let us know. I've, I've heard fantastic things about it. Yep. But not really my cup of tea. You know, uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare and uh, Warzone, which is the next game listed, that's definitely more along the lines of, of something that I'd spend my time playing. Yeah, well, and I, I did look. Yeah, I think we talked about uh, Warzone last week. Um, I think you can't. It is just a free to play. It's one of those uh, microtransaction things, kind of like a a Fortnite or um, Apex, where it's free to download and you can play it online. But if you want to get upgrades and you want to do things, I think you got to buy stuff. So interesting. Um, I've heard it was. Uh, I was reading the reviews on it, and it's. A lot of people camping. It's a lot of hackers because, you know, you can cross play. You can play from PS to Xbox to PC. So you and I can legit play it against each other. You being a PlayStation guy, me being an Xbox guy. Yeah. And, uh, but they say a lot of hacks and stuff. So it makes it kind of an unbearable experience. And, uh, uh, but yeah, and also uh, quick uh, get, you know, Call of Duty news. Uh, 
Randomly on the PS4 today, they dropped a remastered version of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's, uh, it's just the campaign. It's not the multiplayer. But, uh, yeah, if you want to go back and play that campaign, it's remastered. Available on the PS4. And uh, it's a 30-day exclusive and drops uh, Xbox and I think the Switch and PC get their copy uh, a month from now. So. Are they charging a full 60 bucks for it? or is it- uh, I didn't check the price. They did. They just announced it was there. I was a little disappointed because what got me about um, Call of Duty was, yeah, the story play was good. It was a good mm-hmm. campaign, but, man, that multiplayer was just awesome. That was fun. Was that the one where you could go, uh, you could do the multiplayer in the airport? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so cool. That one was, that was my favorite Call of Duty. So, yeah, that one's out. Um, Tom Clancy's Clancy's The Division 2 again another game series that I never really got into I was more of a Call of Duty person as opposed to you know the Tom Clancy games don't know about you Tone Uh, you know I tried to get into it a lot of my uh, co-workers the guys like to play at uh, they like to stay up late and do The Division I couldn't get into it couldn't hang Nah, it wasn't for me man Right. I've tried to get into the Tom Clancy games. They just didn't do a whole lot for me. Fair enough. Uh, Doom Eternal, which is getting excellent reviews. Looks awesome. Looks very cool. Well worth checking out. Uh, a puzzle platformer named Dreams. Uh, looks cutesy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's from the same developers or if it's just in the same vein as Little Big Planet. Yeah, I'm not interested though. No. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Again, another action RPG game that uh, just, I don't have time for, for these games. Right. Uh, I've heard good things about Monster Hunter. I've never played them, though. No. Neo 2, and that's not Neo from The Matrix. That's, that's what I was thinking. Was it, the red, was it the red pill edition or the blue pill edition? Ooh. That's like a Pokemon. Yeah. Red pill or blue pill. Which one will you get? <laughs> uh, just from the screen grab looks very cool. But uh, again, too much to do, too little time. Yeah. Next game they have listed is Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Ooh, Will of the Wisps. Uh, apparently has sort of a dark crystal type vibe. Uh, animation looks cool. Wish I had time. Yeah, they they compare it to if uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night and the Dark Crystal had a gorgeous child. Okay. So, right. sounds like a cool one. Good enough, good enough. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, a uh, game that's been out for a little while, but... Uh, Sword. Assume you could rack up quite a bit of time on that. Uh, a game that I don't know if you spent a lot of time on that I know you own, uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Awesome game, but not, I haven't played a lot of it. You know, what's weird is I, I feel bad. Like I love video games. I love this segment of the show. I'm very into the now. I know what's going on in the video game world, but uh, as far as actually sitting down and playing them, I just don't have a lot of time for it, which sucks. Yeah. I did force myself um, uh, during this uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Coronavirus! Um, so during the downtime, and I got lost playing uh, uh, the Telltale series Batman. I ne- I've owned them, and it was just recently free on Xbox for the last month. Uh, oh, really? But I got lost in it. I bought them, never really sat down and played them. 
excellent story. So I'm, I'm hooked right now into Batman the Telltale series. And then I downloaded the Resident Evil 3 demo and oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh buddy, man. What that, a... That's on my to-do list. Yeah, it got a nine on IGN. IGN gave it a nine. The gameplay is fluid. The graphics are fantastic. And the horror, if you play it in the dark, it reminds me of like when I played Resident Evil 1 for the first time on the PS... Oh. Uh, or on PlayStation 1. You know the scene where you're going through the mansion and then them damn dogs jump through the, the Every glass time. and you're just like, Jesus. Well, it's the same because you're at one point, man, you're you, you're going out to get your, you're trying to solve the puzzle. Okay, well, I got to put out this fire. I got to find a fire hose. You got to break into a pharmacy, get yourself some ammo and you can, you get gunpowder and you can continuously build your ammo that way. But Man, when Nemesis shows up, man, he just run no, for the hills. Well, I ran, I ran into a horde, and the horde took me out. I ran out of. <laughs> let me just say, doesn't work like Walking Dead. Like you can only go so far with the knife. But uh, yeah, what a game, man! It actually gave me nightmares that night because <laughs> I was stayed up way too late doing it, and I took a, a sleep aid, and oh man, it gave me, gave me a tip. Oof. <laughs> dipped into my dreams but i gotta tell you man long story short resident evil 3 two thumbs up just what i played of it it was fantastic very cool now something i have a feeling you'll be downloading here soon the new trailer for the third expansion of Mar marvel ultimate alliance 3 the black oh, oh yeah buddy was just released and we're talking fantastic four shadow of doom and uh, I'm sure Tony has either posted it on our Facebook or is going to post it on our Facebook. If you like Ultimate Alliance, uh, it's it's worth checking out. You know, it's. I don't know how this game is not on the PlayStation or Xbox. I, I just don't know how it's not. I'm so glad that it's on the Switch. It is a fantastic game. It is just as fun as the other two Ultimate Alliance. It plays like the old school X-Men legend games uh, from the PlayStation two years. Uh, just if you're a Marvel fan, man, this is just, just, it's wonderful. <laughs> now I mentioned this is the third expansion. Uh, expansion one was curse of the vampire, which uh, brought in Morbius moon Knight, uh, blade and punisher. And then the second one was rise of the Phoenix where you get Cable, Iceman, Gambit, and Phoenix, of course. And then in this case, you get to, uh, you know, you get the Fantastic Four characters. Yeah. It's uh, such a good game. Obviously, all these these packs are going to lead to an Ultimate Edition, I'm sure, at some point. So, yeah. um, But I know you're a Switch owner. Um, highly recommend this game. It's fantastic. Now, how much do each of these DLCs run? Uh, about... 20 bucks okay yeah no so you got to catch them on a sale i think yeah. you know it, which the, anymore if you're gonna buy dlc just give it some time you know yep. it's 10 20 bucks um you ever hear of a game called scum nope. neil suggested it and said if you like survival games scum try it so i'll give it a shout out i've never heard of it but uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 um yeah yep. it, it's a must, definite must own for the Switch. So, <laughs> now uh, speaking of DLCs, uh, one of the games that is famous for their DLCs and the reveals is Mortal Kombat, and namely Mortal Kombat 11. They just brought out uh, Spawn, which was a uh, apparently a, an awesome fighter. Yeah, um, I played him. Uh, I downloaded that yesterday because I had bought the season pass when it was on sale during Black Friday. 
Okay. So I, so I was able to get the characters as they came out. So I downloaded Joker. He came out a month ago and then uh, Spawn. Joker sucks. Like the version of Joker they got is like – He's about as weak as Jared Leto's Joker. It was <laughs> just, eh, 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 just lame. lame. Um, I got, I'm sorry. Every episode, I'm going to try to take a dig at Joker if I can. <laughs> but um, Do you have uh, Terminator as well? Yeah, Terminator's good. I wish they would have got Arnold Schwarzenegger to do the voice, but it's a, it'd be like me doing it, you know? All right. I need your boots. And please line it up. I'm going to rip your heart out, Scorpion. It's time <laughs> to play the game. <laughs> so this is my boomstick. <laughs> That's a, a little tease for um, basically Mortal Kombat 11 dropped the ball a little bit here. And uh, in an email, they seemingly leaked that Ash from the Evil Dead franchise, Army of Darkness, will be the next downloadable character. That's no, uh, going to be good. Yeah. In the emails, you know, obviously they put you know, who the rights are for, you know, for instance, Joker and all related characters and elements are property of DC Comics. Well, the next line is Ash, character from Army of Darkness, is licensed to Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer Studios, basically letting us know that Ash is going to be the next DLC character, which everybody pretty much knew already, but uh, hadn't been confirmed yet. Yeah, I think it's a good addition. I mean, uh, the great thing about the Mortal Kombat series over the last couple of years is uh, Mortal Kombat XL had uh, the Predator and had Alien in it. and uh, Jason and Leatherface. Oh, you know, did they have Jason and Leatherface in that one? And then Mortal Kombat 10 had uh, the piss-poor Freddy Krueger. They yeah. had the Jackie Earl Haley Freddy Krueger. But, hey, Freddy was still in there, and that was pretty twisted. So Right. Yeah. Um, yep. so again, you know, it's, uh, I love that they're doing some horror icons. Oh, it makes me kind of wish they'd just put a whole horror movie fighting game together. Oh, totally. With all of them, you know? Yep. Yep. It just, it would just be sweet, but, uh, you know, it's good. <laughs> Lacey knew I was going to bring Leto up. I'm sorry. <laughs> Every episode I'm taking a dig at him at some point for a little while. It's kind of like when we first started the show. Chris Jericho was a friend of the show and, Taylor Swift was a friend of the show, so there's always this reference for the James Gunn saga. So, you know, right now, Leto's kind of our kind of our thing, I guess. Our go-to. Yep. <laughs> He's our go-to, yes. Yep. So, uh, moving from a hard R-rated or MA-rated uh, MA? game <laughs> to one that's a little more kid-friendly, uh, Super Smash Yikes. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate has uh, revealed that their next DLC fighter will be a character from the game Arms. Now, if you're not familiar with what that game is, it is a Nintendo Switch game where uh, you know these characters have these sort of slinky arms and you know they're cartoony yeah. looking and uh, yeah, probably not the best DLC. I don't know what one of my dogs is yipping about, but. Yipping because it's an uh, arms character. Yeah. yeah, not a great addition because I, I got to admit, man, I, I picked up arms. I bought it when it came out because I was like, oh, it's made by Nintendo. It's a fighting game. Should be good. What a boring fighting game. Yeah. Like it starts out like first couple matches, like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's so redundant and repetitive, and the characters are nothing to grip you. So, not a whole lot of replay value. No, man, they could have. Uh, you know what would have been cool? Add somebody, you know, out of nowhere. Uh, what about Wart 
from uh, Super Mario Brothers 2. Right. Where the hell has that guy been? He hadn't been around since Super Mario Brothers 2. That would have been a cool addition. <laughs> or anything but that, man. Like yeah. the arms characters, lame. Right. Some more Capcom characters would be cool. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, you think of more Mega Man characters like... Like, like Zero. Doc, like, can you play it? Yeah, Zero, Dr. Wily. Um, you know, why don't you do like uh, Mega Man 2 boss pack? Like maybe start out as Air Man and then you can morph into Metal Man, into Flash Man and something like that would be cool. I don't know. Yeah. Outside the box thinking. Yeah. I'd be okay. No more Street Fighter characters. I think they had in that one, they have Ken and Ryu. And I think some of their assist trophies are Guile and Chun-Li, if I'm not mistaken. Might be. I th- yeah. Did I see Akuma in there? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Akuma's in there. You know what would have been cool, too? I know they couldn't have pulled it off, but could you imagine if Scorpion or Raiden or Liu Kang popped in there? <laughs> yeah. That would have been nuts. Now, the nice thing with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is that the DLC fighters, you don't have to pay extra for. You know, you just you have to earn them. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So that's that's good. You can buy them, but you can also unlock. Um, so that's yeah. I'm stoked. Um, Smash Brothers. I love that they're putting more and more into it, and they're not letting it die. I mean, it's how you got to keep fighting games alive nowadays. It's either you have a new sequel plan or you keep releasing. Because I'm telling you, Marvel versus Capcom Infinite could have been survived. Could have been saved if they kept uh, doing characters. Yeah. And they didn't. It shot them. So. <laughs> All right, Tone, we've made it to the last story. Probably the last story, the absolute the worst story in all of stories, and we are talking about... It's me, Mario. What? Mario? Yeah. Actually, the story I'm most excited about. Oh, hell yeah, boy. Yep, so Nintendo is reportedly planning a re- Mario remaster collection for switch and uh you know this would be the 3d super mario games obviously started with super mario 64 then super mario sunshine then super yeah, mario boy. galaxy all on one disc or one little itty bitty cartridge uh called a special anniversary collection um, so basically super mario all-stars 2 basically yeah yeah and remastered, so you know the graphics would be up converted. Uh, God, I spent so much time playing Super Mario sixty four. Um, never really got into Sunshine or Galaxy because I never owned Wii or Wii U. Uh, oh, you're missing out, man! Sunshine, underrated, very great game. And the Galaxies, holy cow, they're so good. Oh, I never beat Super Mario Galaxy two, but part one I beat. Wow, I mean just. Great games, man. Real great games. Yeah. So with any luck, we'll see those as a collection. And then they're also talking about porting over Super Mario 3D World, which was on the Wii U as well. Yeah. That yeah. good game. Very underrated. Uh, Four-player action. You get to actually play as Princess and Toad. So it was kind of like Super Mario Brothers 2. You get to play with the same four characters, just in a 3D setting. Well, that's cool. Yeah, um, and that would be its own separate disc, so you probably wouldn't see that on the anniversary collection. But either way, however they release it, I'm there. I'm I'm really excited for it. You know, the Mario games oh, me are too. the granddaddy of them all, and uh, Nintendo does such a good job with them. Yeah, they really do. I think uh, would make everything more complete too is when they do their Super Nintendo updates. Put Mario All Stars on there. 
because you can get uh, you can get all the Mario's uh, Mario one two three and the Lost Levels an eight bit version already on the Nintendo side of things for the Switch if you're an online. So that's cool. But uh, I've been wanting this collection forever. I think even when we came out, I was like, oh god, they gotta do a complete Nintendo collection. But now here we are. Um, I, I'd like to see like. Um, uh, releases of the uh, Game Boy versions too, like yeah. uh, Super Mario Land. You know what'd be badass is if they did what they did with Link's Awakening. Yes. Where they took a Game Boy version and then redid it in these style. I would have loved to see like a Super Mario World or Super Mario Land one and two collection. You know, not three so much because that was all about Wario, but yeah. Um, to, just just knowing or. What I'm hoping to with Mario 64, like it's not the blocky, like redo it, redo it. Right, in the style of Galaxy or... or, Oh, yeah. yeah. Because all you got to do is really upscale the graphics on Galaxy and you're solid because those graphics are solid. You look back at 64 and the graphics are kind of shitty. Yeah, yeah. They don't hold up as well. Um, And Sunshine, I agree with you, Lacey, was tough. you You had your little rocket pack and you had to go through so you had that steel mario that would go around the town delfino plaza and he'd take the ink and paint everything you had to go back and clean everything because you the little islanders were pissed off because they thought it was you but you had to prove it wasn't you and um i just remember some of the boss levels were out in the ocean and you had to go out there fill up your little water tank and you had to like use enough water to shoot up to get to the top and refill so you can clean all the ink oh god it was a hard game but it was so much fun <laughs> oh sounds like fun real quick just sort of side note i saw that uh i don't know if it's the original developer or a third party that's taking it on but somebody's working on a remastered golden i64 Ooh, yes that would be sweet that would um, be cool yeah i love i'm down with it i mean if you're not going to come out with a lot of new content right now like let's bring back some old school stuff you know i me personally, I'm sick of having a bunch of consoles. Like, I'd really just wish I could take the best games from every console and just have it on one grow. Yeah, just in one spot. I don't need yeah. a bunch of things. You know, just be happy with a Switch, an Xbox, a PlayStation, but just don't need every iteration of it. Like, the best games. That's why I was so disappointed when they announced the PS5 wasn't going to be backwards compatible. Backwards compatible with everything. Why? If if it was, I wouldn't need the PS4 anymore. I could just recycle it donate it whatever and move forward with the stuff that i like for it because you know there's every system that you own always has great games you know yeah it's like the dreamcast i'd love for so many of those dreamcast games to come back in some form or fashion like power stone but oh. uh but we're not talking that we are talking mario and this is huge it's not 100 percent confirmed yet but uh more than it, likely it's seemingly going to be announced sooner than later and uh I can't wait to see what surprises come with that. I uh, I can't wait to see, you know, is it is it going to be each game individual remastered or are we really getting this anniversary collection? Um, and uh, if so, there's also talk of a new Paper Mario game getting announced and it's supposed to be in the style of uh, the 64 and GameCube version, which both great games. Yeah. Um, didn't play Super Paper Mario on the Wii or the Wii U. I think i played the only super paper mario game i think i played was uh gamecube i believe okay. the 64 and the gamecube one that was it i haven't like, played, I didn't play any the of the wii one and i didn't play the wii u one yeah i haven't played any of the paper mario games so yeah 
they were great. I mean, little RPG action, you know. Um, and then there's also the Game Boy games I never played that were they got great reviews, which was Mario and Luigi. The mm-hmm. those were RPG ones, and yeah. the, those I guess were really good games. So, well, very cool. Well, we've reached the end of the show. Um, you know, Thanks so, for hanging with us, guys. Yeah, um, I got to figure out what Tia's yipping about, but uh, you know, we we love that you guys you know, join us, you chime in, uh, please download, subscribe, uh, leave us comments. Uh, we love the interaction. Anytime we post stories up on Facebook, uh, getting your guys thoughts and, uh, yeah, you know, as, as long as you guys keep supporting us, we'll keep putting shows together. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we will try again, probably not this Sunday, but maybe we will, who knows? But in the meantime, thank you guys for tuning in everything. Thanks for supporting and liking the page. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Everybody be safe. And also, I didn't say during the shameless plugs, but when you do got to go out, you know, be safe. Leave your family at home. Keep it to just you if you can. Uh, let's, let's try to get back to normal here. And, um, wash your damn hands. Yeah, wash your hands. Especially you people that poop in the bathroom. A soapy dopey 22nd, sing a song and be good with yourself. <laughs> All right. That was... My, that was my best one on Pablo. I could there give you, you go. All right. Thanks, All right. everybody, for watching. Be and safe. Let's... Peace out, Girl Scouts. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Woo! Honey, where's Fluffy? Goodbye.